0: this is straight talk you won't hear anywhere else i'm galen bingham and this is whiskey jazz and leadership podcast cheers
1: because they don't have that accountability partner they don't have that challenge they don't have someone to ask powerful questions and do the active listening on a regular basis Uh, i'm here for you and uh, if you're ready to get there as i mentioned earlier i'm not cheap but the return on investment is is more than you can even imagine
0: And the other the other piece that we haven't talked about as much is this jazz piece. And yeah. um for me it it's it's kind of a metaphor for this work that you and I do, but it's also a metaphor mm. for life because um and, and I compare that to like um classical music where everything is written down, you know exactly what's supposed to happen. Uh jazz, um it's not spontaneous. it's not right. haphazard. There no. is a structure, but there's freedom within that framework. as long as you as long as you get to this to this point, how you get there yeah. is up to you know your ability, your skill, your daringness um, and um, actually, you know some of the greatest jazz musicians uh, I've read that they will intentionally take themselves off course just to prove that they can get back to where they're supposed to be <laughs> before, before they have to turn it over to the next person. Yeah. Uh, so how, how would you, I mean, how does that jazz metaphor play into what you do and kind of what you're listening to right now? I, I have to admit, I'm, I'm just stepping, I'm just now stepping
1: into that. I am now, and um, that imp- improvisation, as I like to call it, that, we know that exists in jazz compilations, (laughs) probably the the best jazz compilations that we love have a level of improvisation that you're like, wow, that was not even on the page and they just went there with that. Um, Yeah, I am stepping into that because I'm I'm still so, I want to say so textbook, but I'm still so raw with, Um, my learnings, whether it's emotional intelligence, whether it's um, assessments, whether it's coaching, I'm still so raw with that, that I have not even seen my potential yet in these fields. Mm. And so that's exciting though, right? Because the ability to be able to create based on what you've learned is phenomenal. When you know that's coming up, in the future is phenomenal. And, and I think that's, what's the beauty, that the, the the dotted line connection between jazz and this coaching thing that we do that as we continue to work with our clients or coaches, the ability to help them in ways that we can't even imagine right now. Right. And um, that really is exciting for me. Uh, uh, again, as I said, started out earlier, I'm very passionate about what I do. and. And that even that even the the creativity part of what I do excites me, mm. and I don't even know what that is yet. Wow! Right? And that's um, that's jazz. That's jazz in and of itself. For those uh, musicians who we revere, they've been able to embrace
0: that deeply,
1: and that's I'm It's an
0: admirable. Yeah, you know. And like like you said earlier too, I, I think that that requires a good degree of courage, right? For you to be in front of all these people yeah. and go to a place that you're not supposed to go. And just have the confidence and the courage to not only go there but but feel like you can get you can get back. Uh you know, one of the things actually that that I got from you in one of our conversations um, early, very early on uh, you were encouraging me to ask the questions that my client doesn't want to hear, mm-hmm. right? Go to, go to those places that they really don't want to go to, right? That they're really hoping that you don't touch on yeah. go there. Right. Because that's what they're paying us for. Um, at least at the level that we play at, because mm-hmm. um, neither one of us are, are that, are that cheap, right? Sure, no, we're <laughs> no, we're not. so <laughs> you know so so to work with us yeah. you're expecting us to ask you questions that no one else is asking um because you know it there's some there's some political and career limiting um consequences for someone else to ask you in your organization yeah so um what i love about what you just said there is that
1: that right there in and of itself is liberating, mm-hmm. is, is also improvisation and is what I'm hoping that clients come to me for because I'm asking questions that no one else is asking, that they need, but no one else is asking. They're not even asking themselves those questions mm. in order to get them to that next level. Whatever that next level is for themselves. And um, I was writing, I think I wrote an article about this recently is that we, uh, there's always a next level. We don't always embrace it. We are, because we get so comfortable.
0: Hmm.
1: I'll say that again. We get so comfortable in the space that we're at especially if we've accomplished something that we don't know what the next level looks like. And if you're like me, that next level has not been accomplished in my lineage. Mm -hmm. So I, I need to be able to accomplish it to pay homage to my lineage, but also to show my future generation that this can be done. Right. So in that space, whether it's, preparing the future generations or working with a client, how can I help stretch them to their level that they didn't see that, or they can't see for some reason, they need to be able to see it. They're coming to me for a reason. And, um, and that's it's, it's classic, yeah. It's 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 you know this whole the whiskey, the jazz, the leadership. It's all interwoven into this conversation right. for sure. Right, so right. I appreciate you um putting
0: you, this you, together. Yeah, you you mentioned um, legacy and lineage yeah. a few times. <laughs> yeah. Um, why why is that important to you? Why why yeah. is heritage paying homage to to the your lineage? Why is that important?
1: You know, I, I didn't. I didn't set out on this conversation to uh, to repeat that a few times. So forgive me for that. Maybe that's the whiskey talking. <laughs> but seriously, though, um, you know that's a that's a passion of mine. Um, as an African American male in society today, I feel like I, first of all, I owe my ancestors for what they have had to deal with Mm. to to go above and beyond my capabilities. I owe them that. Wow. I also owe, as a result of their pain, my future generations prepare them for higher heights. Listen, we, we don't, we didn't, I didn't, I wasn't born with a head start. I wasn't born with, um, land, or actually, I wasn't born with anything. Mm-hmm. So now, how can I help get future generations to accomplish their goals and their dreams? Uh, whether it's business ownership, whether it's just a a career to help uplift our people, and as African Americans, you know, we are again, we didn't get a head start, but now, how can we overcome in order to get? To um, status quo, if there is such a thing, gotcha, right? And uh, and you know, listen, I'm I'm not I'm not even sitting here saying that you know it's unfair this or that. I'm not even getting into that conversation. I'm just doing what I can do, or helping to do what I can do to help to 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 pay homage, but also
0: to reward the future, yeah. to, to benefit the future. So. Yeah, so uh, you know, I'm thinking I'm thinking about the fact that, you know, we we've been in a couple of a uh, couple of similar programs. We, yeah, we didn't yeah. go through this we didn't go through the programs at the same time, but we've been in similar programs. Mm-hmm. I I I don't see a whole lot of coaches that look like us. I yeah. I'm seeing some, but just not a lot. What's that about? <laughs>
1: maybe they need to drink more whiskey
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean wh- why do you, why do you think that that is oh, the case and w- you know, I, I i've got a thought as to but i'd love to get your thoughts on what are the benefits what what's the asset that you bring because of our shared african american experience yeah into that coaching relationship <sighs> Wow. whether we're coaching African-Americans or, or, or non, because most of my, you know, as a matter of fact, I think I've only got one African-American <laughs> client, you know, at, at the level that I play at. Um, but what's the asset that you, that you think you might bring because of that, that experience or background?
1: Yeah, I've got a couple recently. Ironically, I just, you just made me reflect on that lately. Um, you know if you if you statistically if you look at look at what we're doing here right now um who's doing that Mm -hmm. i can't even i can't even tell one. and if they are doing it they might be entertainers or something like that as well there's very few who are in this space having these types of in-depth discussions. Mm, Gotcha. But I'm going back to a a word that I said a little earlier is comfortable. Um, You know, we have been fighting for so long as a people that for some of us, the fight is just, we're tired. We're tired. And, And I guess... I refuse to be tired. I ref- I'm 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 gonna die exhausted. Gotcha. Because it's not about me, right? And 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 that's the selfless thing that I would hope that leaders would exude in in their positions. Whether it's organizations or countries or whatever the case may be, right. it's selfless. And I want to be able to benefit those around me and future generations because of what was given, what was provided to me. And and so why others aren't doing it, I, I think we'll start to see more and more as as time goes on for sure. However, uh, if I can help blaze the trail, I'm happy to do so. Yeah, absolutely. I will say that, yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So now, um, you definitely blazing the trail with yep. me because <laughs> uh, you and I met kind of almost yeah. by chance. It was literally by chance. In a hallway. Um, in, in, in a hallway, right? <laughs> so literally, we... So tell the story. I mean, I've told this story a couple of times, but you tell the story... Uh, because we've got, we, we kind of met another person in the same way. Yeah. Right, right. That we're right. both connected to. And I, and I don't believe,
1: um, as a result, I don't believe in fate by any means. I don't, I don't believe in just chance. Let me say that. I believe in the fact that things happen for a reason. Everything in life happens for a reason. You know, some uh, even negative stuff happens for a reason in your life. So we met at the National Speakers Association conference a couple, two, three years ago. Yeah. Right. Maybe about 3 years ago. And um <laughs> we just bumped into each other. We st- and we start and I I don't know if I said something to you first or you said something and I introduced myself and and we connect and we connected and we exchanged information on the spot. Right. But it was interesting as I reflect on this there was something that was so corny but magical about our conversation that yeah we had to make sure that we stay connected after this moment, and uh, and it has evolved to this today, and even with um, Ann McNeil who is a mentor of both of ours, it's the same way, and but she was a little she's a little further advanced than we are, so <laughs> she already knew that the whole thing about you know nothing chance no, nothing happens by chance, so stay in touch. <laughs> And I'll be looking for you in the near future, right? Yes, <laughs> that's her stance, which is I hope to be in the future. You know, I hope to be her, um, as it relates to others in the future. So, um, but yeah, I really that it, it was almost, um, it was almost like some energy that was exuding from both of us, maybe that we're looking, we're learning, we're eager, and I believe that really benefited. Uh, has benefited our relationship to date for sure. And I, I listen, I even know it's benefited me from your your accountability has definitely uh, helped my career wholeheartedly without a doubt. Wow. And um, I appreciate it for you for that for sure.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, well, de- definitely likewise because I, I think at the time uh, that you and I met, I was just coming out of corporate America. I, as a matter of fact, I think I was still in corporate America mm-hmm and um this speaker thing was just kind of a dream right and you know i'm going to be the next les brown i'm going to be the next tony (laughs) rob all of us are saying those things right i don't want to be that until you actually see les brown up close (laughs) (laughs) you're like no (laughs) and you you see dr willy jolly up close and you realize just how far (laughs) just how far that is yeah um but then i you know i was convinced that okay well maybe i can't make that my full time 100% pay the mortgage career but um i could be a coach you know i gave people advice yeah. all the time you know so i can just give people advice and you and i started hanging out and i remember you saying you know hey galen you know kind of a cool dude but if you're going to call yourself a coach you actually need to go get the training, <laughs> and um, I remember not liking you very much. <laughs> uh, but you know, I tell you that really did inspire me to go go get the training, and that just opened up the doors to what this really is, yeah. as compared to what I thought it was. Yeah, and um, I, I definitely would not be in the position that I'm in right now had I not bumped into you uh, at that conference so uh, i think that that accountability that that mutual thing that we saw um has definitely benefited uh benefited me um and yeah i mean we're we're going to keep we're going to keep this thing going so <laughs> w- what's what's next for you i I, wow. I know that's always a that's always a 30 minute conversation <laughs> but if you were to try to think about uh, what does more look like for you? Yeah.
1: Where do I even start? Um, you know, this, uh, you know, 2020 has been a crazy year for us all, especially uh, from an African-American perspective and and what we've faced and encountered. And I really embraced the whole diversity, equity, and inclusiveness picture within organizations so i'm a little i'm a little older now the the getting out on the streets and and marching and protesting is i'm leaving that for my daughters now but i'm seeing i can make a dent help to make a dent in organizations so Um, anti-racism initiatives diversity initiatives equity initiatives in organizations are really becoming more of a passion of mine still holding on to that coach approach to these topics but it's even more so becoming a a passion so much so that I'm helping to uh, do coach diversity and inclusion training uh, moving forward in organizations but also just in just in general and i'm again very passionate about it and and seeing that if if we can help to show society what it can look like from an organizational perspective this can benefit society wholeheartedly and that's why i'm passionate about it so much but that's probably the top of mine as it relates to what's next uh i I believe i have uh a lot, of, lot to give from a high performance or shifting of your mindset perspective for society and organizations, which are organizations are my my niche uh, corporate environment. But, but definitely even uh, individuals who are desiring to get to that next level because they don't have that accountability partner, they don't have that challenge, they don't have someone to ask powerful questions and do the active listening on a regular basis, right. um, I'm here for you. And uh, if you're ready to get there, as I mentioned earlier, I'm not cheap, but the return on investment is, is more than you can
0: even imagine, so. Exactly, yeah. exactly. I, I, was, uh, I spent some time with my, um, with my parents who are getting older, Yeah. And uh, my uncle, I've got I've got an uncle, one uncle who uh, can literally take apart anything and put it back together. He can prepare anything, literally anything. He can prepare it. I don't know where he learned how to do that. And every time I hang out with him, I try to get him to teach me how to cook something. He he um taught me how to make egg rolls from scratch amazing and uh but he's just he's just that guy and um he showed me a paintbrush and he said okay so this paintbrush uh, I've only used it twice and it's starting to come apart and I don't know what's in the paint but the paintbrush shouldn't be coming apart after using it twice he said, "I guess you get what you pay for, after all." <laughs> and so I, I bring that back to what you just said. Yeah, you can go get someone to talk to. <laughs> you can even go get someone who, like I was doing a few years right. back, okay. give you some advice. Uh, but if 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 you are gonna find if you are gonna really look for someone that you can lean on to help you get to what better might be. Um, that's an investment yeah that's an investment
1: yeah and we've all purchased items before that have been cheap right and we m- more than more times than not have seen how that has worked out for us and you get the saying goes you get what you pay for in more ways than one and so when you're ready to invest in your future Career, business, whatever the case may be,
0: it's time to look for the right people to help get you there. All right, man. Well, hey, we have talked about quite a bit, and this has been um, this has been a great conversation. W- what would you what would you share as like your your final uh, toast, your final shot, your final taste for the audience? Because the, the thing that I've promised. With this podcast, unlike mm-hmm. the other one that I have, is that this one is supposed to be, you know, the real uncut. This is what it, it takes to be successful, yeah. um, as opposed to the motivational stuff that you and I do when we're on stage. Yeah. Uh, so, what what would be one piece of advice uh, that um, you would say would be incredibly important to either your success or? to anyone who might be listening or watching?
1: Yeah, um, maybe a couple of things um, that we've spoken about before is, um, one of them is, I have a quote that I really, really live by, by Les Brown, you asked me about it. And and it is, uh, life is a fight for territory. Once you stop fighting for what you want, what you don't want automatically takes over. And that really resonates for me because if you don't keep working at what you're dreaming or your goals are, the negative stuff will just fill in because it doesn't take work to get the negative stuff to come in. Yeah. That's huge. That's huge for me. The other thing is um, I'm a huge advocate of stoicism. Yeah. I mentioned that to you uh, where, and, and a lot of it's controversial from a perspective of, the emotional part of it i and the, the, how i admi- admire stoicism is that i want to be always in control or managing my emotions as opposed to my emotions managing me mm. and the stoics whether it's um uh, marcus aurelius or seneca and then their books are out there too for everyone to look at really advocate for, listen, bad stuff's gonna happen in life, in society. Uh, Negative things are going to happen, it's part of life. But how you react and respond to those things is way more important than them happening because they're gonna happen. People are gonna die, tragedies are gonna happen. Stuff is just gonna happen to us But especially from a leadership perspective, how are you maintaining control or managing your emotions, especially if other people are relying on you to do so? So that really is um, a philosophy that I adhere to in my life again controversial because many people say uh, you need to let emotions just happen and i get that a little bit i'm I'm cognizant of the emotions but at the same time i don't
0: want the emotions to get the
1: best of me and i think that's where the stoicism comes
0: into play i love it i love it so now you see what you guys see why i like hanging out with this dude um (laughs) and i am just so honored to have you uh on whiskey jazz and leadership so uh we have cheers let's toast let's toast and uh we're we're almost at the end of 2020 so we have to
1: toast 2021 it's going to be better and continue to get better for
0: our lives and just for society in general absolutely I'll, i'll drink to that cheers cheers